Okay, so good evening, my sugar baby family. So it's just a quick intro again, just in case you are new to my podcast. I'm Danny, and others know me as Danny underscore Beach Blonde on Instagram. Um, so I started this adventure with the podcast just to discuss everything. So it's an open conversation about those subjects that we aren't really speaking about, all those subjects that we're all too kind of shy to discuss. So before we start, I just want to say again, a massive huge thanks to Chris Hicks for the sugar baby intro. It's epic and I'm so happy with it. And on top of that, I just wanted to mention that this is recorded live. So what we see on the podcast stays on the podcast. Um, So fourth week, sugar babies, and I was going to be joined by a porn star, which, uh, sorry, who was going to be giving me kind of the insights of porn. Um, But due to circumstances, unfortunately, he will no longer be joining us, although this will not stop the conversation. So again, I am now lucky enough to be joined by my lovely little sister, Lou. So an so an open conversation with her um, and then a discussion around the subjects more than into the insights of behind the scenes Um, so hopefully we'll have um, that in a few weeks time Um, however saying that Lou I have done some uh, research not watched it don't worry Um, just read up on it (laughs) just read up on it and I can tell you that there are some very interesting facts that I've learned about porn in the last week um so let's get started um, this week. Um, first off, say hi to everyone. <laughs> Hello, sugar babies. Um, Father, as you know, <laughs> the lovely she, little sister. <laughs> she is my lovely little sister and she obviously is on here quite a bit. So you're going to have to get used to her. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this week... Um, we normally would recap on kind of last week's discussion. Um, however, I think that would be a topic in itself um and kind of a whole nother podcast um so I think that will be a discussion in the near future so I wanted this podcast uh, to kind of be about one thing so porn as it has been a big subject at the moment um I thought I'd I thought I'd talk about it so as I've mentioned previously I've never watched porn nor do I feel like I need to watch it um I kind of don't understand the concept of porn um but that might be because I've never watched it. Um, and also probably because I have a wild imagination already in place. Um, but Tara, kind of from your point of view, what are your thoughts when you think of porn? Like, what is porn to you? Um, I mean, it's not what I remember when we used to go on holiday and walk around the Cypress shops and <laughs> there'd just be cards and videos and... um odd looking statues and stuff of that but it was proper like I don't know mediocre I'd say I would say like looking at that now you'd probably laugh at it and be like oh that's so prudish of them um but yeah I can't say I may have watched it a couple of times might have been a thing with a partner um I can't say it's something I want to watch to get myself off on um the idea of porn to me is very like unrealistic it's like people with humongous vaginas and humongous willies that clearly have either had some work done or it's all fake and it's just an unrealistic kind of image as to what sex looks like like yeah everyone has a rough bit of sex and has a bit of a play and has a bit of S&M if you're into that but it doesn't ever ever not that I'm aware of, look like what it does on these porn films. It's just really cheesy, really like, oh, hi, like, (laughs) 
I'm your, I'm your, I'm your, um, your stepmom or something like that. And it's just like really creepy scenarios. Um, it's, I just can't understand why loads of people find it sexy. And it's not even like they choose the hottest people anymore. Um, and I know we're all beautiful, but you kind of think if it's something to kind of watch and fantasize about, it's going to be kind of like the best of the best, but kind of you, you come across maybe the free sites, I don't know. And yeah, you kind of almost think, is this legally been put on here with the first of all, first of all, I'd just like to point out that that is a lot of information for someone who clearly has actually watched a lot of porn. Well, I haven't watched (laughs) a lot of porn. I have watched a few bits. And obviously, I've got boy mates that do talk about porn. Oh, no, like all my friends talk about porn. And trust me, it's been quite graphic. And I had a friend who was a porn star. Um... And obviously, when that all came out, when we were a lot younger, that he'd done a few like porn videos and stuff like that, like that was hilarious. So of course, we all got on to watching that to understand what was that all do? about, what was he doing. Um, so <laughs> no, I wouldn't say I know that much, but obviously, it's quite a hot topic, and it's always being discussed on yeah. certain things. That um, well, it's an odd one because um. well it's just an odd one like obviously I know the concept of porn like you have fantasies you've got fetishes you've got role plays you've got um S&M and you've got can I just say one thing though I don't know if you've ever come across it probably not if you've never looked at a porn page but there's like amateur porn and it's like Japanese cartoons with tentacles like what the fuck is that (laughs) I'm guessing that's a fetish. I'm guessing that is a fetish. You you never thought that that would be a fetish. Oh, yeah, let's make a girl look like an octopus because that's what we're into. Like, what the fuck? But this is like the weird conversation about porn. It's like, I get, I get that some people want to get freaky in the sheets. Like, why you should want to watch something to then make you get off on it and be like oh right let's have sex because in my head I'm just a bit like did you really have to watch two people fucking to get horny to then fuck me like Mm. that's how I concept porn in my head I'm just like I should make you horny enough yeah I think just couples use it more for like a bit of experiment or a bit of like spice up the, the normal routine um oh yeah I'd be pretty pissed off if I'd like just turn up at my boyfriend's and he's like oh I've got some porn on in the other room let's get going like, let's get going I'm, I'm ready now that's not okay like, hang on a minute what do they look like but this is the thing <laughs> I just think if you're gonna if you're gonna spice up a relationship go to Ann Summers go to Love Honey there's plenty of toys there's plenty of outfits pretty sure everyone's got a good enough imagination to kind of trump up a scenario of a yeah. role play situation I just and if if you want to get freaky in the sheets and you want to film it, do it, and then use that to kind of get off in the future, being like, oh, that's my partner. Oh, like she looks good, or oh, he looks good in that. Do it that way. But I just don't understand the concept of watching two people you don't know fuck. And by the conversations that the boys have, I don't think it's not that great. Not that great, but. It's not nice, like yeah, the just, way they say it. I just think, really, you've just watched that. Yeah, a bit unrealistic, a bit like rough and ready, like dirty, 
just think, oh, kind of what filming was that in the day? Was that number four and was that number eight? Like, poor yeah, girl. I know. Well, like, the interesting fact, so as I've mentioned, I haven't watched it, but I did do some online investigation, and at least 70% of men aged 18 to 24 visit a porn site at least once a month. Now, I didn't think that that was much, and I was shocked by this, as, again, this was my interpretation, interpretation that... I thought men would be using it more than that one dedicated day a month, Mm -hmm. especially that age group. However, then the larger consumer of online porn is men aged 35 to 49. And a third of internet porn users are women, which again shocked me. Like, are you surprised by those numbers? Um, I mean, I don't know whether it means one dedicated day of the month, because that would be a bit weird. Like, every second Wednesday of every month, that's my day for porn. But I think it's, like, obviously 24 hours worth within a month Yeah. um, of of porn. But that's quite... Well, even then, for tw- if I would think 18 to 24-year-olds don't have 24 hours in a month. You should be going out there and sleeping well, with your partners. and these results are from kind of the pandemic we've just been, been in, and it's increased them or something. Possibly. But <laughs> I mean, but- you'd like to think it's not the case, but mm. um, I would be worried to know what the percentage under the age of 18 was. I reckon well, a lot is more. The- this is a scary thing. But before we pick up on that subject... I found out a really weird fact in my investigation. Okay. So, what day in the year do you think comes up as the most watchable day for porn? And this has happened every year. Um, I mean, I would say a Valentine's Day. And I only say this because, um, like you said, that you were quite shocked with women being a third of, of porn users. Mm-hmm. I'm not that shocked about that, obviously. Um, a lot of kind of the LBGTQ um, yeah. kind of use it. Um, I think there's chat sites from it. I'm not really sure. Um, but also straight women kind of use it to maybe get some tips or even um, get off themselves. I don't know if they fancy mm-hmm. that. I, I don't know. Not everyone has obviously the, the imagination that you say that you do. But I also my vagination. Your vagination. <laughs> it's a vagination. You heard it here. <laughs> you um, heard it here first. That wasn't even supposed to come out of my head. I was oh, supposed to say imagination and vagina just came out. You're just thinking about vaginas. I'm not sure. So that's a good thing. it's my vagina. Vagina. What was it? Vagination. <laughs> vagination, yeah. guys. Um, but I would also say, obviously, some girls don't have the confidence to role play, even with their boyfriend in the bedroom. They don't no, have the body true. confidence. They they feel a bit awkward so Mm. that might be the only way that they can get on so that's why I'm saying Valentine's Day because although it's more of a girl's day the girl might be thinking let's put something on for him yeah am I right no completely wrong now the study showed of all days oh no you're gonna say something really grotty no it's gonna say Father's Day oh god no that would be weird it's actually Thanksgiving so I guess what date is that? Are, 20... 25th of November. So I guess that people are thankful for porn. Yeah. Clearly I was mistaken. Obviously, that everyone's thankful for it. So yeah, it did that shocked me though, because I just thought to myself, especially Americans, what they're doing, they're having like a massive I, I, I'm sorry, but Christmas Day, I just pig out. Mm. And Thanksgiving dinner is very similar to Maybe. our Christmas dinner. Can you imagine ha- eating all that food they and then going and having a wank? They probably do it before. Maybe it like kind of gets them hungry. I don't know what it 
is like for, for might men release that some things, yeah. might release a few um, calories, get there. Um, I can't think what it's called, like your metabolism, that's it. I might get your yeah. metabolism going. And yeah, then it's like, oh, yeah, let's treat myself with such a good... <laughs> with a pumpkin pie. Yeah, with a bit of a pumpkin pie. They might but then yeah. go on to use it. You never know. Oh, that's disgusting. I just got American Pie in my head then, <laughs> band camp. Love that film, though. So, well, whilst I um, kind of delving into my interesting facts of porn... Um, this subject also hit my attention and I was kind of shocked. Now, you brought it up earlier. So more children are now watching porn because, because they have the accessibility to watch it with phones, TV channels, movies. You kind of name it. It's there. They've got a way of getting to it. Um, and kind of that is a scary thought. So I think by having open conversations like this about sex and about women and men, it's good because I think the more conversations that we're having and even those conversations having with children and young adults, they'll learn about consent, the respect for others um, and kind of explain that what you see in porn isn't real Mm. and that it isn't what all men and women want and it's not all men and women's likes and needs and some may do it but it's all about those kind of open conversations that may give people kind of the understanding of what is right and what is very wrong and kind of what girls and guys don't like and do like and what is not acceptable and as I kind of dwelled into it a little bit more, a recent report then showed that 75% of parents believe that the children had never watched porn. But out of those 75% of children, 53% of them said that they had. Now that's mm, mad. That's that kids. Like I it's can't ever scary. imagine, like that's like from the age of 14 up. And I just think I can't ever imagine at 14. To be honest with you, sex education at 14, I knew about it. But I didn't in that sense. Like I knew that the birds and the bees and you, you had to have sex to kind of have a baby. But I was never told about these kind of like, like, oh, this is how a guy likes blowjobs or like you should do well, this or anal. You didn't you should do that in, in the middle of a sex education class. Like this is how you do a blowjob, girls. Men, <laughs> watch and learn. Like I just... Yeah, but it's not even that. It's more of the fact that it was never, like, when I was back in the day, it was never there. Like, it was never open. Like, as much as, like, we joke that me and mum and my sister have open conversations, which we do, my mum would have never turned around to me at 14 going, oh, like, girls, this is a porn tape. Go and watch it. This is what sex is. Mm. Never a chance. Like, obviously, you had conversations about, like, like, when you do it, condoms, contraception, et cetera, et cetera understandably but at 14 I would never know kind of what anal was and the handcuffing someone to a bed and blindfolding no, them absolutely not and I think it's insane yeah that's a scary thought to think that um kids are kids learning this are learning that at a much younger age and thinking like to lose your virginity is blindfold some chains involved some sexy lingerie like that is worrying so yeah I think the more people more people can have conversations with their kids like not make a big thing about it but just Mm. kind of understand like you see these really cute tiktok videos and i'm not saying like a four-year-old is needing to know this but like just analogies and metaphors like there was this woman crunching up a piece of paper um and saying like kind of say something mean to it and it would crunch it up again say something mean to it again crunch it up again 
she pulls it out and she's like, so is this paper back to normal? And he's like, yeah. And he's like, well, no, it's like covered in cracks and it's covered in kind it's of crumpled. crumpled. It's crumpled. It's broken. And although like it, it might be able to get back up again, it will never forget. And it will always have mm-hmm. the scars. And it's just like, and he, she's tra- trying to teach her four or five year old, like not to bully, like not to be mean and just to be a gentleman. So we need like more metaphors and scenarios that we can kind of teach kids a yeah. way of, of respecting themselves, respecting others, um, yeah. whatever sex they are, and um, just learning kind of what's real, what's not, and what's okay. Um, yeah, I think I, I don't know whether I dreamt this. I've got I've had a few moments like that recently, <laughs> but um, I'm pretty sure something maybe in America is coming out where like you literally have something on your phone if you're kind of through a dating app or something where you can literally sign something for consent. Like, I don't know whether I've jumped this and whether it's a really good idea, then don't copyright it, people. I will put this out there. But I'm pretty sure someone was, like, saying something about that, like, where it was just kind of getting such a problem where where kids just were not giving consent and kind of more cases were, were being... Um, well this is the thing it's it's a very like fine line and even like I've been in relationships in the past where I've I've told the guy to stop Mm. because I don't feel comfortable because it's it's and I think that's the thing I think even though you're in a relationship with someone or you're seeing someone and you you should have that trust with people there's a very fine line actually when you think about it that trust goes out the window especially when sex is involved well yeah I think yeah I think people do get carried away like men and women I'm not just saying that it's all men because I I know a few women that are like oh yeah I did this to my boyfriend and he like he didn't like it but at least we've tried it and I'm like oh my god like that's Mm. not okay like and I think that's the thing I think not only do we need to have conversations with our kids we need to have conversations with our friends um our partners especially because at the end of the day there's a lot like I might have a conversation like with one of my friends saying this this and that and they'll be like Daniel, that is not okay that's not supposed to happen and mm. if someone ever said to me I'd be like well again like and I think this is the thing there's a fine line between trust there's a lot of things out there that make people believe that that should be what sex is yeah and realistically like maybe it's maybe it's my old age I don't know but I'm a true romantic like I want movie sex in the sense that it's like titanic perfect example very steamy very like sexual very like eye contact like that to me is what sex should be about yeah the, I know it's on a movie and I know like I'm saying oh, it, I know what you're trying real, to say, but yeah it should be intimate sex yeah. should be intimate and, and yes want the odd occasion where it's not then fine but yeah I think if you don't feel comfortable like something's not right there no but also it doesn't help with peer pressure because everyone knows about everyone else having sex oh god yeah every Tom Dick and Harry so if they're like oh yeah well I fucking did that last night like what are you gonna do to her tonight yeah um like it's just egging each other on to act like a porn star when actually that is not what most people want and that's not kind of normal day-to-day sex like no you should really only be delving into that area if you you are in a committed relationship and you fully yeah. trust the other person or kind of whatever but yeah because it's a hundred percent like again like I said 
like movie sex, etc., whatnot. But then if you're in a relationship and then you're like, oh, let's spice things up. Let's get some lingerie. Oh, let's spice some things up next week. Let's do some role play. That's absolutely understandable. But like what my sister said, it's all about trust and we need to have these conversations. Whether we feel comfortable or not, these conversations need to be had because there is a fine line of trust. And a lot of people, um, especially like I remember from when I was younger, um, if you kind of did feel uncomfortable, you would then be scared of saying no because you didn't want to be known as the frigid. You didn't yes. want to be known as kind of, oh, well, she didn't put out or she put out for him, but she didn't want for me. Um, oh, what's the matter with you? Like, yeah. just And then kind of things can get misconstrued. Yeah. yeah. And things it's... can go round and it's just not fair for anyone to feel uncomfortable about just kind of saying no and what they feel rights with their body. Yeah, no, I know. This is the thing, again, like I keep on repeating, we are not experts, but I can tell you now, like, I really kind of only really found out about porn when I was, like, late teens. Um, I had an older boyfriend at the time who watched it, so that was when a conversation was had, and I was like, no, I'm okay, thanks. I then did Playboy, and Playboy obviously has a division of Playboy TV, which is porn, so I kind of heard about it then, um, and... um, then the more I dated, I realized that men wanted me to act or be a certain way in the bedroom or mimic certain situations that they'd watched in porn. And again, there are a few things, again, it's okay to consent to, but there are things that I will put my hands up and say it's not okay and I would definitely not. And this is the thing, I think, especially on this one, is men and women kind of just really need to start respecting that from their sexual partners you're in a trusted relationship, you respect each other outside of the bedroom. So just learn to respect each other inside. Mm. It's like, and that's kind of my view. Like, would you agree on that sense? Yeah, absolutely. And like, it's, it's bizarre, isn't it? The um, kind of, I'm sure it's not just men, I'm sure it's ladies as well, if if they're kind of into porn, that kind of, you do feel this kind of pressure to to act like that in, in the bedroom. Um, but yeah, I just think you've got to be honest, you've got to be open, you've got to have that conversation before kind of it, it gets there because yeah. we all know what it's like when you're drunk, you've had a few drinks or you're just extremely horny, like all yeah. normal concepts of, of kind of what's right and what's wrong kind of goes out the window. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, we just need to be talking about it more to yeah. anyone and anyone that will listen. And especially like I've, I've touched on it again, but we do we should definitely be talking more to kids about it as well, because like you said, kids are watching things and believing that that's the way, because, mm. again, sex, sex is such an intimate thing. If these kids are learning about the birds and the bees and they know about sex, they're thinking, oh, OK, this is real. So then when then they've got access to porn. And seeing it, they're thinking like, oh, well, sex is intimate. They look like they're having a good time. That's what sex should be like. Obviously, and that's the thing. I think it sounds so stupid and I'm going to use this and it may not make sense to anyone. Like a kid's going to watch TV and think bloody, I wish he was real, but Captain America was real. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Kids are at an age where they're like, oh, that's real. This person's real. Yeah, this happens. The and... misconception as well is obviously a lot of these guys are um, employed because of the size of what's down there. And Very that's so. not an average. And also a lot of the women that they employ are women that can squirt all over the shop. 
and yeah. that is not normal for most for most women so it's again given the wrong conception because then if you've got a boy that hasn't got as big as one or hasn't come as much on someone's face like so and so did in the, the porn film or she's yes. not squirted across the room she's going to think something's wrong with her he's going to think something's wrong with him and it's just that's not and what you want going into kind of that kind of sexual no relationship and yeah. it's also it's also the fact like I've I will admit it like I've struggled massively with body dysmorphia my whole life and I modeled and it got 10 times worse and I was just doing glamour modeling so for these girls even girls and guys in the porn industry like what they must be going through on a day-to-day basis because Mm. not only is their sexual partner having sex with them and having a relationship with them they've then got to deal with the kind of everyone's watching them so Mm. On that side of porn, I get that porn's unrealistic and certain things, but I do then also not feel sorry for them because that's their job. Like, fair play to them that they can get on a screen and do that, like, applaud you. They are, like, 100% exposed, like, in every yeah. angle, every and I just, matter of the words. And that isn't normal because, again, like, I've struggled with body dysmorphia. I'm not comfortable with my body. So there's not me going to be, like as confident as these girls and honestly fair play I wish I had their confidence because I give it to them that they're incredible in that sense and that's the thing I think the conversation I was going to have with the porn star insights of one how he was confident doing it two kind of like what made him get into it how does his partners how does like, how has it affected his family, his relationships? Because I would like to see kind of it from their point of view, because, again, respect for the fact that they have got the body confidence and they've got the confidence to do this as their job. Hmm. But then what's the backlash from it? Because does it affect the family? And also, because it is unrealistic, how does that affect both intimate part- partners that aren't on TV um, and kind of relationships moving forward and kind of, I'd what also... people then think of sex well yeah and like I mean I love to bake completely off the subject and I've always thought about kind of I'd love to make my own kind of cafe my own bakery <laughs> bake all the time where but are we going with this basically it's a hobby that I love but I know yeah. that if I did that as my job the pressure yeah um and the perfectionist in my head of making every single cake and, and stuff like that I feel I would fall out of love with it now I mean yeah I don't know whether that's the same with sex can someone have too much sex I don't know but if it's a job and you're having to kind of get it up and perhaps you're not actually even attracted to these people but you're pumped with whatever or you just yeah. know you've got to perform like how how does that then affect your own relationship and your own sex life like I know it's just I, I, it is mad. Could you imagine like being with someone who's a porn star? Like I just like knowing that their penis is going in someone else. Well, this is the thing. Then this kind of touch, like it's like threesomes. Like I will never ever ever have a threesome. One because I'm greedy, and also because I think sex is intimate. It should be with one person. It mm. should be about you two, regardless to who it is. But I just don't <laughs> understand how. Yeah, it, it baffles me. I have to admit, like. And that's why, this is the thing, porn is such a wide subject and I think we could talk about this forever and I think everyone's going to have opinions. Um, And I think on the next um, episode and when we kind of have the next porn, 
I think that we do need to kind of maybe get a porn star on the podcast because um, yes. I do kind of want to know everything. I kind of want to know how did you get into the business, like I mentioned? Does working in porn make you more aware of your sexual health? Um, and kind of the big question is, and what I what probably everyone wants to know is, is there any pleasure out of it? Like, do they gain any pleasure out of it? And because it is just a job, have they fallen for another porn star? And how really does it affect families because mm. it would be like an interesting fact so much to ask on that kind of topic when we uh, finally get a porn star on the podcast but I think what we'll do is we'll leave that subject there um our sugar babies because I think we well I think we could discuss it forever because it is a bit of a debate it's mm. it, you can look at it from so many different angles um but I think for now we'll We'll draw a line under it until kind of a few weeks' time. Um, next week, though, however, they um, the topic I kind of touched on last week with my sister was um, are men hornier than women? Um, and as it leads to a discussion around women's orgasms, can actually apparently last up to 51 seconds, and that men think about doing it up to 19 times a day. Um, so more about that, tune in next week, and you can find out more, because apparently I'm now this expert because the amount of reading I've done is actually quite fascinating so but like I've mentioned before if you want anything spoken about if you want to be on the podcast if you just kind of want to give back feedback um or you just want to mention on the podcast please dm me on my instagram which is danny underscore beach blonde um I would love to kind of hear from you all and kind of your thoughts um and kind of yeah any questions or any topics that may want to be discussed um, so kind of that's a wrap from me and from Lou. Um, I just want to say again, a massive thank you already for the massive amounts of support that you guys have given us. Um, can't tell you how much I love you all. Greatest sugar baby family alive. Um, Lou, do you want to say goodbye? <laughs> um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure whether I'm going to be here next week. Perhaps I will be. Um, not sure whether I'll make it on to the one with the porn star, but again, I would be interested. So, um, We'll just have to watch this space, won't we? But um, no, thank you, everyone. You are truly uh, the best sugar babies about. Yeah, thank you, everyone. And have a lovely evening. See you next week. Bye.